Welcome to the Strange Catholics Podcast. I'm your host, Phil, joined as always by Terry in Minnesota with me and Bob in Virginia. We are three distinct voices bringing varied perspectives on the church and the world into the conversation. We want you to join in the conversation. You can do so by going to anchor.fm forward slash strange Catholics and leaving a message there. You may also email us at strangecatholicspod at gmail.com. Please remember to rate this podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share with one person. We used to gather around a table at Caribou Coffee. It's a coffee house in Minnesota in the Midwest. But now we gather virtually in hopes that these conversations will be a light for you as they are for us. Now, let us begin this week's conversation. Welcome to the Strange Catholic Show. We've been away for a little bit, but we're happy to again welcome you to this great podcast. We hope to hear more feedback from you. It's been a little bit dry. This week, we'll have Bob's first cup. We'll have a couple new stories that we're going to discuss. Our main topic is going to be on gratefulness with the Thanksgiving holiday coming up. And our saint this week is St. Cecilia. And for opening prayer, we're going to turn it over to Terry. Thanks, Phil. Good evening, brothers. Good evening, listeners, or good afternoon, whenever you are listening to this. Good to be back with you, my, my friends. Let's begin tonight's podcast in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Gracious and heavenly Father, who are our light and our joy, we come to you with our hearts on fire for your love, and we are grateful and thankful for all the blessings you bestow in our life, and especially the time together with my brothers. Heavenly Father, as we uh, begin tonight's podcast, we just ask that you send the Holy Spirit down upon us. Give us the words you desire us to speak, and give us the love for each other and for our listeners that we may shine the love of Christ through our words to all who encounter us. We pray all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, Terry. We'll turn it over to Bob for his first cup. We've been gone for a couple of weeks, right? For the first cup today, we're just going to talk about what's happened recently with the, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And just some other divisive things, like the if if anybody knows about the rep, representative Gozer, uh, Gozar from Arizona's. Um, what do you call those things, Phil? Again, it was a cartoon, but they call it a what do they call it? An anime? Is that what it anime. is? Anime. Yep, that's what they call it. Okay, but it was a cartoon, right? Showing him killing Ocasio Cortez, Representative Ocasio Cortez, and then turning him to to attempt to kill the president or something like that. And so, I just. You know, I don't want to pass judgment politically. I mean, I think we can all agree that both, both the, you know, both things, the, the Rittenhouse case, there was a lot of tragedies, right? Tragedy of a young man and, you know, being involved in that situation and he was acquitted and the jury has spoken and, and then the tragedy of, of the folks losing their lives and the one person being severely injured. And then the case of Representative Gozar is, Gozar is the, the kind of the 
the continued evolving of of civility within our society and especially among our elected leaders because we expect our elected leaders to have a certain level of civility if they can't have that level of civility why would we expect us to have that level of civility right because we send them there to do that that's the basis for what our how our country exists and functions so i think what i want to what i take away from these two things is nobody wins here and all it does is drive both sides both political sides to farther to their poles and and we get farther apart as a country and you hear me talk about this all the time on this podcast and that is my biggest thing is the lack of unity and the and the more divisive behavior and the separating of parties now we've become camps right we're either you know in you know, we're in the Biden camp or the Trump camp, or we're in this camp or that camp and this type of thing. We either thought Rittenhouse was guilty or we think he's innocent and he should have got off because he should have defended himself. I mean, they just, there's all these camps, right? And people continue to, you know, get farther away from each other, which I think will play in good to what Phil's going to talk about when we talk about being thanks, thankful for what we have in this most remarkable country in the world and this most wonderful, you know, God filled universe that we live in, you know, so th this is a huge concern. I'm usually always the glass half empty individual and I tend to be in these cases, but I mean, I just am very troubled by all of this, this continued division and divisive behavior. So I'm open to your comments. Well, Bob, I couldn't uh, agree with you more on that. I, I, especially on the point of if we can't have civility and civil conversations among our elected leaders, how can we, the people, have civil conversations? It it's really that uh, devolving who is shouting the loudest kind of attitude. And I, I don't think it's good for anybody. I, you know, I, I know I've said this before on other podcasts and I, I apologize if our listeners think I'm sounding like a broken record, but now there is no more important time than for us as a country to come back to being the United States of America instead of the divided states of America. We are just so polarized right now, both from our political leaders and in our day-to-day -day conversations, we are losing sight of the fact that there is a greater voice out there, and that is the voice of God. And we really need to turn our eyes and recognize who God is and what God can be in our lives once we open our hearts and our minds and our ears to the word of God. Phil, what about you? What have you got to say? Yeah, I mean, so much of what is going on in our world is distracting us from our creator, right? Everything that's happening um, is, is like another way that we can be distracted again and be pulled away from where our focus should be. 
because most of us do not live in that area in Wisconsin. Um, probably none of us even knew who this representative was in Arizona, but we have our own local elected representatives. We have our own state representatives and then those that serve in the U.S. Congress. So, you know, it's, it's I think, again, and we've talked about sphere of influence before, and I, I think to me the importance is that we've, we, again, try to keep ourselves focused on our sphere of influence, not those things that maybe we're interested in, not national news. You know, uh, as Catholics, you know, the Pope says this, the Pope says that, unless he releases some dogmatic teaching or speaks ex cathedra, I mean, many times people might not even know what the name of the Pope was, you know, just, you know, a, a century ago, maybe 150 years ago. They wouldn't know necessarily who the Pope was, even when uh, missionaries were coming across the United States, when they'd run into another missionary, they'd say, who's the, who's the Holy Father? You know, just to make sure that when they're offering Mass, they're saying the right name. You know, so there's, again, I, I think a lot of it has to do with there's this interest, um, maybe even a type of an addiction, not just as a country, as a world, but I would say definitely as Americans, um, where we want more sensational news, right? We want to know this juicy detail. We want to know all of this stuff, uh, this devastating, horrific event um, that took place uh, Sunday night in Waukesha, Wisconsin. I have no interest in watching the video, but there's I've heard that there's videos of multiple angles and all this stuff. I, I don't need to watch anyone being killed. I can pray for them, pray for the repose of the souls that have died and pray for those that need healing and pray for the person that perpetrated this, that they may be given that grace through Christ to be forgiven for the things that they've done, that they can be freed of these chains that are binding them right now. So, I mean, man, we just need to open our eyes and fix fix our gaze on Christ even more. I mean, especially, you know, where we are in the liturgical year, we're about to start Advent when we're reflecting, reflecting on that, yes, right, we're that anticipation of Christ's birth, anticipation of the second coming when he comes again, but also recognizing that before he comes again, it's going to get really, really bad. It's going to be real bad for us Christians. Very, very bad. Um, it, it's clearly stated in Scripture, and many saints <laughs> that have gone before us that are far wiser, more eloquent than any of us three, have said that exact same thing. So that, I think we need to prepare ourselves, prepare our own house to be ready to withstand any attacks, and there's plenty of them out there. Amen to that. Let's just use the representative uh, Gozar anime video with said, you know, it's just a cartoon. Okay, well, we can't we can't accept that. We just we just can't. And he's not apologized for it. He's unapologetic about it. Okay, I got it. It's his political position. But we can't we can't have a certain level. You know, when we continue to allow things, we go, okay, well, that's yep. okay. That's okay. Right. You know what? Yep. It's no different than saying, it's okay for your not being married. It's okay for them to have a baby. It's okay for uh, somebody to have an abortion. It's the same thing. 
and he would totally disagree with me because he'd say he's a big time Christian because he he right. comes from that side of the aisle. Who's, mm-hmm. he's a, a it's kind of hard to hear you about. In this case, he was the one that posted it. Okay. Well. I'll try to recover that audio. It was pretty okay. digitized. Okay, well, that's fine. Ooh, that's probably, better. Probably, you know, I wanted to say that I don't want to be too offensive to the representative. Uh, I just right. want to say that, you know, he, I'm sure he's an evangelical Christian. I think he is. And he believed that his behavior is moral. There's nothing moral about that. There's nothing moral about that behavior. Right. And what are we going to allow? You know, mm-hmm. and that's no different than some left-wing person, you know, doing the same type of thing. You know, it, it's not it's not a right or a left thing. Right. What are we going to continue to allow? Okay? We should be allowing any of this type of behavior. And I think it just shows the devolving of our civilized society where leads right to what you're talking about, Bill, that something's coming and it's not that far in the future. You don't get our ad again. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And just in case people couldn't catch all that, what Bob was saying, you know, we, you know, the content is objectionable, right? We don't even have to watch it to know that what he posted was objectionable. We already know what the premise of it is, but it's, you know, standing up and saying, no, I, I don't really, it doesn't matter what your political views are. You shouldn't be doing this, right? You, you should not be posting something like this, especially as an elected representative, because you should have the decorum to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Hopefully you would have the, the moral certitude to know that I should not be doing that thing, right? We, we can recognize when something um, is is detracting from someone else when we're committing calumny, right? When we're slandering someone else, when, when we're falling into those sins, that's when we stop. We ask for forgiveness. We beg our Lord for forgiveness. We become healed through reconciliation and then return, but not return to the same. It should be an even better path, right? So, yeah, we, uh, I totally, things like this, it's like, what are you doing? What? It, it's it to me it's but again it's part of it it's just as you said bob you know the door was cracked a little bit now it was you know someone shoved a boot in the door and now we got people more and more you know the door's being pushed open more and more and more and now we're getting ever closer to where the just doors swung wide open um <laughs> there's a lot of things happening but we won't bring them into the topic conversation right now right that's it for the first cup let's go on to the main topic which is Bill. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, so I, I wanted to talk about gratefulness, well, partially because these two front stories are, are not, I mean, there's, no matter how you look at it, these are all bad situations. No one wants to be in those situations, um, or maybe they're okay being in those situations, whatever it might be, right? But we have been so no matter the trials you've had to face, no matter whatever hardships you are currently facing, still you can recognize that there is a blessing you've been given. And even if the only thing that you can rec- you can see as a blessing is that you are alive this day, even if it's hard to realize why, just recognize that you are. And you are loved more than you realize, more than we can possibly imagine. And as we kind of approach this great, holiday of thanksgiving in the united states this time of recognizing what we are thankful for 
you know, uh, in our prayer, prayer petitions, we'll have we're praying for an individual who is just diagnosed with stage four cancer. And, you, you know, when you're on that deathbed, you're not worrying about, you know, uh, the popularity of a tweet or a post or anything else. Rather, you're 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 more worried about that. You've you've guided those that you love to be ever closer, as, uh, especially as Christians, ever closer to Christ and to his church that they know that they know with certitude that with those sacraments you're receiving, that we all then know where you are going. Even if there's a little bit of period in purgatory, you're going to heaven to see the king. So, you know, it's it's recognizing, even if we maybe disagree with some of those people that we're going to be getting together with for Thanksgiving, this episode will drop well before Thanksgiving. You know, even if some of the topics that are brought up are contentious and maybe we we get a little we get a little uh animated in some of our responses still being thankful that we have those that we can that, that we can have these conversations with and if you happen to not have someone to be be able to be with uh, I know Bob and myself are not alone in that you know maybe we didn't have family or even friends that we could have thanksgiving with um, at different times, uh, that you still recognize that there are people that want you to be there, right? Or maybe there's even just people from your church community that you can meet up with. So that's that's how I spent Thanksgiving one year was uh, meeting up with a bunch of people just from the same faith community. We all got together because uh, we didn't have necessarily lo- you know close family that was going to be able to come in. So if finding a creative way to get together with people, to be thankful. Uh, maybe you're not going to be able to uh, enjoy the same turkey that you used to size-wise, but maybe you can just get you know, a bunch of turkey breasts and season those up beautifully, and they'll take a lot less time. Uh, you don't have to remember to pull them out like a day or four before. And uh, you know, if you're listening to this, by the time you listen to this, it'll be too late to pull that turkey out pretty much. Um, <laughs> so... Part of it is, you know, just really being thankful for these gifts we've been given, having, really having a grateful heart. And sometimes it can be so difficult with all the noise we have, but just saying thank you to Christ for the gift he's given us of this new chance at life. And we do fall down, but to get back up again, say sorry to him, make amends, do, you know, do that penance of just drawing our, our hearts ever closer to Christ to his sacred heart, to our blessed mother's immaculate heart, and just growing in greater love and adoration of him who is the author of peace, the prince of peace. We just have so much chaos happening right now. That's where we got to be. We got to be focused, local. We can't be getting distracted by all these other things because they're there to distract us, right? We have no, We have no influence. I have no influence in what's going on you know, in Wisconsin, I don't even have what's, you know, influence of what's going on a hundred miles away. Right. So it's being focused on where we can and, you know, donating to food shelf that I know, right. Or donating to those that we know are in need, right. We, we try to do what we can as much locally. We have those bigger charities that we donate to, but, you know, try to be as local focused as you can, you know, when you know, Hey, if I give you food or I give you money, I know you're going to go help out this family or that family, you know, um, especially this time of year when people might not have that. So especially now with the way our economy is. So yeah, it's just 
having our hearts, you know, reorient our hearts again to be just filled up with that that love, that gratefulness, that appreciation for the gifts we've been given. You know, if we're struggling to see what gifts we have before us, just asking Christ to really reveal, you know, what 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 can I be grateful for today and just sit and listen and rest with him, rest in his word. Amen to that, brother. Well, I think uh, not to be trite or not to use, you know, a common theme that's tossed around frequently, but I do believe an attitude of gratitude. I knew you were going there. That's why I didn't say it. But it is, it is, you, you gotta have that attitude of gratitude and, and what, what you're talking about, um, Phil, actually, because um, first of all, let me back up. Music, and I think I've said this before, resonates with me, okay? I really, you know, when I hear something in a song, you know, it really can impact me a lot stronger than, you know, for, if it were preached from the pulpit. Mm. And uh, there's a Christian music song out there by the band Ren Collective, uh and the uh, title of the song is Counting Every Blessing. And, uh, you know, the the main uh, refrain of the song is I'm counting every blessing, counting every blessing, letting go and trusting when I cannot see. Mm-hmm. I'm counting every blessing. Surely every season you are good to me. Yeah, beautiful. You know, and that's that's no matter what storms what's going on in our lives we need to remember that there's also good in our lives we have another day of life we have another day of breath we have another day to maybe make somebody else's day feel better we have the opportunity to love those around us and maybe if they don't love us back as much well you know so be it we can't change always every or have control rather over everybody else's feelings out there so we can just control what we've got right here amen you know and how we respond to that you know it's part of what i preached about you know this weekend um was you know helping build the kingdom of god when we respond in love instead of words of anger we help build the kingdom of God here on earth and being grateful and remembering, you know, for example, just to use as an example, kind of topical this morning, I walk out to my car, I see, and I don't keep anything in my car of value. uh, But I see that my car has been rifled through. I can see that there has been somebody in there, looking for something. Mm. Now, could I have let that ruin my day? Absolutely. Could I have said, oh, the world is such a dark and dismal place because, you know, there's somebody out there who's going through my car and thinking that, you know, they deserve something in my car. But instead, I chose to focus on the fact that, number one, um, I have a vehicle that somebody can rifle through, okay, Um, when there are others, you know, that are walking or biking in weather like this and, oh, 
just the thought of it just make chills me to the bone. Um, and secondly, and probably more important, you know, praying for that person who seems so desperate that they've got to go through my vehicle, which has absolutely nothing in it to maybe find something that they can find a value to maybe trade for food. I don't know what they're, or if they're just in there to create cav- uh, havoc and chaos. I don't know, but just, uh, you know, stop and pray for that person mm. because, uh, you know, it's not a great way to start the day, but it doesn't define the day. Amen. So, yeah, it's that morning prayer that really defines the day, right? Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah, we're going to turn it over to Terry for the Saint Spotlight on Saint Cecilia. Well, thanks very much, Phil. And yes, Saint Cecilia, uh, her feast day is November the 22nd. She is the patron saint of hymns, music and musicians, pipe organs, LB France, the Archdiocese of Omaha, and Mar de Plata, Argentina. Now, the thing with St. Cecilia is, like with many of the early church martyrs, there are often stories and legends, but not much historical information, since most of that information has either been destroyed with time or by disaster. According to legend, St. Cecilia probably lived in the 2nd or 3rd century, and tradition says she died about 177 A.D., Although the details of her life may be unknown to us, St. Cecilia was one of the most revered early virgin martyrs, rather, of Rome, as evidenced by her name appearing in the Roman canon of the Mass, Eucharistic Prayer Number 1. She is one of the seven women commemorated by name in the Roman canon. There is evidence of a church named in her honor dating to the late 4th century. A feast day in her honor was celebrated as early as 545 A.D. Now, Cecilia herself was born in a wealthy Roman family and was a Christian by her birth. Her family gave her into marriage to Valerius, a pagan nobleman. Cecilia promised to remain a virgin, She wore sackcloth next to her skin, fasted, invoked the saints, angels, and virgins, beseeching beseeching them to guard her virginity. And she was successful in persuading Valerius to respect her virginity on their wedding night. Now, at their wedding celebration, while the musicians and singers performed music of a secular nature, her thoughts were only of God. During the wedding ceremony, she was said to have sung in her heart to God, and before the consummation of her nuptials, she told her husband that she had an angel protecting her. Valerian asked to see the angel as proof, and Cecilia told him he would have eyes to see once he traveled to the third milestone on the Via Appia, and was baptized by Pope Urban. Following his baptism, Valerian returned to his wife and found an angel at her side. 
The angel then crowned Cecilia with a chaplet of rose and lily. And when Valerian's brother, Tiberius, heard of the angel and of his brother's baptism, he was also baptized. And together, the brothers dedicated their lives to burying the saints who were murdered each day by the prefect of the city, Tertius Almachius. This was illegal to bury these folks. So both Valerian and his brother were arrested and sentenced to death for refusing to renounce rather their religion. Cecilia continued the work of converting people to the Christian faith and of burying the Christian dead, even though it was against the law. Around 400 or more were baptized through her witness and strength of faith. Most of these were baptized by Pope Urban. She planned to have her home preserved as a church after her death. Cecilia distributed her possessions to the poor, which enraged Elmachias. But what was her refusal to worship false gods and her burying of the dead that led to her arrest? She was condemned to be suffocated in the baths. She was shut in for one night and one day as fires were heaped up and stoked to a terrifying heat. But Cecilia herself did not even sweat. When the prefect heard of this, he sent an executioner to cut off her head in the baths. The executioner struck her three times, but was unable to decapitate her, so he left her bleeding, and Cecilia lived for three days. Crowds came to her and collected her blood while she preached to them or prayed. And on the third day, she died and was buried by Pope Urban and his deacons. Since the time of the Renaissance, she has usually been portrayed with a viola or a small organ. St. Cecilia Pray for us. Pray for us. Great witness to not backing down on the faith, right? Of course, these early church martyrs are a great witness for us. Especially in the times that we are facing where it seems attacks against Christianity are becoming more prevalent nowadays than they have at any other time in recent history. Agreed. Great saint. Once again, once again, a great performance by Terry and a wonderful saint. All right, it's come to that time in the program again, time that we need to hear from you, our listeners. We need you to go on the podcast platform that you listen to us on, no matter if it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, wherever it is, and rate us. Five is requ- required. I mean, you don't have to be hit in the head and bleed to rate us a five. You can just go ahead and hit five on your keypad. Amen. So please rate us a five. That'll help other people find us and help show how much you support our show. Also, we need a comment. Please send us your comments. 
You can send us your comments in, on the podcast platforms along with prayer requests. We're here to pray with you, for you, about you, about your friends, your family, the world, whatever it is you want to pray about. We're here to do that in a communion of prayer, all of us together. You can put that on the podcast platform, but there may be a better place that you can send it, and Phil will tell you that now. StrangeCatholicsPod at gmail.com. The link is in the description. You can also leave us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash strangecatholics. If you leave us a voice message, uh, pride of place, you will be the first one in with your voice message. Also, please do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. link is also in the description. Okay, it's time for final prayer, and Phil has volunteered to do that. Indeed. Let us quiet our hearts, our minds, lift our thoughts and our prayers up to our Heavenly Father as we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we bring before you these prayer requests for the protection of life from conception until natural death. For all those that are pregnant, particularly for Casey, who is due in the next month, those trying to become pregnant, those that are struggling with infertility, that your Son, Jesus Christ, the Divine Physician, would guard and protect and strengthen them. For all those that are preparing for marriage, that they may be open to the moving of the Holy Spirit in this great sacrament of holy matrimony. For those that are struggling in their marriage, that God, in whose union they are joined, Draw them ever closer to his son's sacred heart to reconcile differences and heal their relationship. For all those healing from surgery, especially for Colleen, for a swift healing. Pray for continued peace in our country, for Kenosha, for Waukesha. May we lean into Christ and he, the true Prince of Peace, during these trying times. For Duane and all of those that are fighting cancer, that they may receive strength, healing, reconciliation, and the peace of Christ. Lord, we lift these and all the prayers that we hold in our hearts as we pray. O God, who gladden us each year with the feast day of your handmaid, Saint Cecilia, grant we pray that what has been devoutly handed down concerning her may offer us examples to imitate and proclaim the wonders worked in his servants by Christ your Son, who lives and reigns with you in unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, folks, for joining us this week. We look forward to talking to you again soon, hopefully next week. We wish you all and your families a very, very happy Thanksgiving. And until that time, love you, brothers. Love you, brothers. Love you, brothers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Strange Catholics. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and it helps you dive into a deeper reflection and union with our Lord Jesus Christ. If you'd like to leave some feedback, please go to anchor.fm forward slash strange Catholics to leave a voice message, or you may also send us an email at strangecatholicspod at gmail.com. Links will be in the description. Please share this podcast and this episode with at least one person. 
This will help get the word out and get more people to join into the conversation. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to us. This really helps the podcast get traction and help even more people discover the peace, love, and mercy that our Lord offers and is longing to offer each and every one of us. Thank you again for listening. Have a glorious day, and may God bless you.